What is up, people? Welcome back to Popcornet, the podcast where you can find the latest and greatest content creators in pop culture and also listen to some really cool conversations on pop culture. Today, I was joined by Maddie Larson from the Holoholics Anonymous podcast, and this episode was all about getting to know her and what her podcast is all about. So Maddie's podcast focuses primarily on the horror genre. So if you're a fan of horror or if you're interested in hearing some really cool takes on horror, you're definitely going to enjoy this episode. So Along the way on this episode, we talked about why we love horror, some of our favorite horror movies, what kind of horror we liked, some memories from Halloween, and so much more in this episode. This episode was so much fun, and I'm hoping you guys really enjoy it. But if you're new to the pod, welcome. And if you are a regular listener to the pod, welcome back. Uh, Once again, this is Maddie Larson from Holoholics Anonymous, and you guys enjoy the pod. Thanks. Boom, and we're live. Today, I am joined by Maddie Larson. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm fired up for this episode. Oh, my God. I've been dying <laughs> to talk to someone just as passionate about horror as I am, and I'm super excited <laughs> about this conversation we're about to have. But before we get into the conversation, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, sure. Of course. Uh, we are the Holics Anonymous Initially, the podcast just started with a horror blog I ran by myself called Holics Anonymous at hallowholic.blogspot.com. Uh, it's dedicated to all things horror and occasionally Halloween, which we say at the opening of pretty much every single episode. And you can also find us on iTunes just by looking up Holics Anonymous or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts except Spotify. Sweet. So I've been snooping on you for the last couple of weeks now. And <laughs> the first thing I noticed is that you have a different uh, co-host now. You started off with uh, Julianne and Chris. So uh, mm-hmm. what happened with that? Well, uh, they were actually some friends of mine. One of them I had met at work and I asked them if they'd host a podcast with me. They weren't big on horror, but they agreed and we just had fun with it. And uh, then I went to on a trip and I moved. And I just, I put the podcast down for a couple years and Julian and Chris, and we, we kind of grew apart. They got married. They had their own lives. So I started up again uh, later by just putting out an ad on Reddit and seeing what bit. And it was Corey. <laughs> so Corey, Corey is a really awesome guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. One take during the, uh, the biker episode I listened to, he was like, bikers are just uh, modern day cowboys. And I'm like, damn, that's exactly what they are. I never thought about it like that. And uh, just listening to you guys go back and forth and talk about horror is so entertaining. Uh, another question I have for you is that how do you guys decide on uh, which topics to talk about on your on your episodes? Well, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes we do drink a little while we're talking on the podcast, and we get off topic and end up like mentioning another movie, and we get excited about that movie, and then we think, okay, well, what if we do a topic related to that movie? And just sometimes at the end, we're like, well, here's a good topic related to this holiday coming up, and we brainstorm at the end about what movies we want to talk about. So all the ideas come from alcohol and holidays, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, sometimes suggestions. (laughs) Either way, it's good content. I'm loving it. Um, But I do have a question for you. So why a horror podcast? Of all the podcasts to start, why horror? Well, because I had a horror blog. And I started that just to have a hobby, and I thought, okay, what's something I can write a lot about just to to have something to do? And horror and Halloween was the immediate thing that came to mind. 
So you've always had a passion for uh, for Halloween and horror type mm-hmm. tropes and stuff like that. Yeah, I got that from my mom. She raised me on like early Peter Jackson, Vincent Price, you name it. Yeah, I remember uh, one of your first episodes. It, it might have been the very first one. You guys were discussing uh, old Halloween memories, and you mentioned mm-hmm. something about being a mermaid, and then this guy dressed up as a witch was like, I'm going to eat you or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he threatened <laughs> me when I was three, and it was terrifying. <laughs> so ever since then, you know, he's had, played a big part in your uh, your horror career, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so a random guy dressed up as a mm-hmm. witch still mm-hmm. lives on in memory. Now, he... Um, he went all out. Like he had a cauldron with dry ice. He had a huge spoon. He was, yeah, he was method. He sounded like he was de- dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get this a lot. Um, since I am, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a weirdo, but a lot of my friends are like, "You love horror movies." I'm like always searching for like B-rated horror, uh, <laughs> shark horror, like any kind of horror I can get my hands on. So another question I wanted to ask you is like, why do you love horror movies? Well, um, I had mentioned my mom. It was a way for us to bond. But also, uh, when I was a kid, uh, we didn't really go on a lot of family vacations. We rented movies. And my brother would haunt the comedy section, and I would go to the horror section. It was just what we fell into. I, I like scary stuff. I, I like costumes. I like over-the-top scripts. I like stories with morals. And, I mean, a lot of people might disagree, but a lot of horror is basically fairy tales they have some kind of guiding moral at the center of them if they're a good movie yeah for me just being scared is kind of fun to me it just takes you (laughs) out of your element no other movie genre can do that besides horror so uh that's one reason why i like it um speaking of you said you search in the the horror section at video stores and you know like those are the good old days going to blockbuster on the weekend and grabbing a box looking at the back and be like mom i want this so those are some some really good times um who or what was your favorite horror icon from like you know childhood or to this day you know like dracula frankenstein do you have any favorites like that oh that's a loaded question i love a lot of them um just name them (laughs) okay well this one's not a character it's an actor it's vincent price i love vincent price in everything he ever did um, just for the Even listeners, him, in case they like, don't the know, what's some, what are some movies that he's played in? Well, he's been in Theater of Blood. He was in the original Fly. He was in the original House on Haunted Hill. He was in all of the Dr. Fives movies. Uh, one of his last roles was in Edward Scissorhands as the scientist. And he did that awesome, like, uh, lecturing track in the Thriller song by Michael Jackson. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go back and check it out. Um, speaking of favorites, you uh, do you have any like favorite horror films that you like something that you always go to, like if you just want to be scared or bring back um, some nostalgia? Horror movies don't scare me. I can't think of one that does scare me. But for nostalgia's sake, Fright Night Two from nineteen eighty eight. Sweet. Um, since you said nothing scares you, um, as far as like horror, are you more like a gore person or are you more like thriller suspensey? Mm, I, I prefer thriller suspense. I, I can only get into gore if it's comedic gore, if that makes sense, like Tucker and Dale style. No, totally. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not big on the like uh, Saw or Hostel or those grindhouse movies in the 1970s. I don't want to see people suffering. You know? Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm the same way. I'm not really into like the Saw movies. I'll still go check them out just for conversation's mm-hmm. sake, but I'm not into like gore like torture type stuff but uh 
I did like Final Fantasy. I mean, uh, not Final Fantasy, but Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that one is definitely more suspense. Yeah, and it's kind of comedy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just tracking through your pod and your previous episodes, I've noticed a lot of the movies that you guys do cover from you know years and years ago. Are you a fan of modern day horror or not really? Uh, I do. I do like some modern horror. I I see movies every now and again at the theater. Uh, we've actually done recently, we've been making an effort to do more movies like post 2000. In fact, we really enjoyed Unfriended. That was really good. I really enjoyed yeah. that. And then uh, Unfriended 2 got a little bit too weird for me, but the first <laughs> one was very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you eyeballing any upcoming movies that's coming out the end of this year? Uh, I don't know if it's coming out this year, but The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. Uh, oh, I have shot heard about on. Oh, it, the trailer is incredible, but it looks like it's, I think it's shot on 55, 35 millimeter, one of those two. And it looks like a 1930s movie. Even the audio sounds like it. And it looks wonderfully creepy. It's by the same director who did The Witch. It's gotten incredible reviews. So I'm excited about that one. That one went under the radar. I was more eyeballing uh, It Chapter 2. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for that. I used to watch It when I was a kid. And the remake was pretty solid. Have you seen it yet? Uh, I have, yes. Did you enjoy the the remake? You know, I I thought it was a good movie, but it wasn't for me. Clowns have never scared me, and I just did not like the redesign. Yeah, it wasn't as scary as the old one, which is surprising. Oh, yeah. Like the old one is so freaking creepy, and uh, I'm pretty sure you can help me out with this. What's the, what's the actor's name for it? Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. His yeah. facial expressions are epic. Like mm-hmm. just thinking about it right now, and like. They all float down. It just all those memories growing up. Yeah. The yellow He's rain a fantastic jacket. Fantastic. Yeah. Character beautiful actor. movie. Stephen mm-hmm. King did his thing with that one. But But uh, also uh, the Pennywise in the remake, the clown is designed too creepy. And the idea is that it's supposed to be a clown that children would trust. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that clown if I was ten years old or something. <laughs> uh definitely not, for sure. <laughs> But uh, supposedly they're gonna like unlock some stuff that the uh, the first Ed movie never touched, more mm-hmm. of uh, the novel. So I'm looking forward to seeing the stuff that uh, they left out. Yeah. Um, I also uh, remember you talking about Blumhouse. I'm a <laughs> huge fan of Blumhouse. Uh, how do you feel about Blumhouse? I think they're incredible. I think they're doing a lot of experimental stuff with cinema and especially horror cinema right now that a lot of studios have avoided for the last decade that has made movies sort of stagnate in originality. Yeah, they're one of the production companies that I will always go to. I remember you said mm-hmm. the same thing during your pod. You're like, if it's something that's Blumhouse, I'm most <laughs> likely going to check it out. And they have an awesome series that is on uh, Hulu right now. It's called uh, Into the Dark. And uh, each month they come out with different themes based off the holiday that oh. falls on that month. And it's every, I wouldn't say everything's been a banger, but most of them have really been interesting, like a lot of things. Uh, so last month was 4th of July. So um, I believe it was called Culture Shock. And it followed a young Mexican woman uh, trying to come to the States. And she's doing whatever it takes to cross the border. And once she cr- crosses the border things get really weird. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting. Uh, if you have Hulu or if you could pirate it somewhere, definitely check out Culture Shock. I have Hulu. Okay. <laughs> so you could binge all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to. That sounds yeah. really good. And I, I love when movies play off of modern issues, even though immigration struggles are kind of eternal. 
um, right now it's a bigger hot button topic than it has been in the last decade. Yeah, so that's why I was really fired up about it because uh, they brought up some of the current issues that we're having in our country. And towards the end, and you know, it's kind of like, is it even worth it? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh, it was really interesting to watch. So if you can, definitely check out Into the Dark. I'm gonna um, have to. <laughs> uh, do you have like a favorite score from a uh, from a horror film? Oh boy. A favorite score? If you have multiple, that's fine as well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, hard you know, to pick a favorite, right? A modern one that stands out to me is the score for Ravenous. Ravenous. Uh, the 1999 Guy Pierce Robert Carlyle movie. Okay. Uh, basically about Native American cannibal monsters. What? Uh, oh, it's so good. It's incredible. It's set in the... Uh, uh, right around the uh, Spanish-American War period, and the idea is it's Wendigo. If a man consumes the flesh of another man, he consumes his soul, and he basically becomes a monster. And that's what this movie plays with. But the music itself is, it's classic folksy music with an extra background of foreboding creepiness. It's hard to describe. It's wonderful. Sounds amazing. Um, my uh, My catalog for, like, old horror films is... I want to say it's empty, but I'm going back. Um, I'm currently rewatching all of Alfred Hitchcock's films, oh. and they are so freaking good, so so much better than what's out today, and it's still spooky. Um, are you a fan of uh, Alfred Hitchcock? Oh, of course, he was a pioneer. I mean, the master of suspense. Oh my god, man! People wow. learn so much from him. There are still college courses today that focus entirely on his lexicon. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I was watching his films and not really knowing what I'm watching. So watching it as an adult is like, this is a game changer. It's life changing for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the ones I just watched was Psycho. Epic. Oh, Psycho's legendary. good. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Um, the guy's facial expression towards the end was, oh, my God. It still haunts me to this day. Uh, I just watched Rear Window. And uh, I remember good. seeing a movie recently that was just took that whole like movie concept, like spying on people. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just like a lot of his work is still being remade today, and that's legendary right there. I absolutely love Alfred Hitchcock. Um, so I'm in a weird phase right now. I keep coming home late at night, and my girlfriend's like, "Why are you watching black and white movies?" <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "I don't know." Then it's just there's, I'm having fun with it. There's this uh, old sci-fi channel movie. I think it's called Bigfoot, but it's hilarious because it takes the concept of rear window of basically spying on your neighbors, and adds in Bigfoot. <laughs> what and it's great <laughs> whoa you have all the gems oh my god you have well a all friend of mine gems. who's crazy about bigfoot movies to the point that like she has a harry and the henderson's tattoo she's the one who introduced me to it so wow that sounds insane <laughs> um so for your episodes do you guys like go back and rewatch all of these old movies or do you do this based off your memory from seeing it the first time we rewatch them and sometimes we'll like for certain movies, uh, I or him will rewatch them multiple times just to kind of really work on our notes. Mm -hmm. Or if it's a really bad movie, you have to watch it twice because you zoned out the first time. Gotcha. So another question I wanted to ask you was, have you ever went out of your way to scare someone? Uh, I don't think so. I don't like to prank people. I, I think the closest I came to that was like when I was like 13 and the ring had just come out and it was like late at night. I was outside with some friends and I showed them how Tamara, uh, like Samara walked and for some reason it creeped them out. <laughs> Samara. That's about it. <laughs> oh my God. I love that movie, The Ring. 
they kind of ruined it with like ring two ring three oh. they just left it with just one it was such a yeah. a good story to tell well, and also, like, the reason that certain elements of that movie were scary is you only saw a quick flash of the dead people. And the ring, too, showed it to you, and the camera just stayed on them. Yeah, it was just it stayed there way too long. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still remember to this day, the first time they saw what was, like, they, the first time they showed what was happening to the people, when, like, mm-hmm. they showed the guy's face, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I did not expect that. That was crazy. And then when she came out of the TV, wow. That was, yeah. never forget that. Um. Have you ever played with like a Ouija board? Yeah, yes. What was your experience with that? A couple times. Um you know, when you're in high school you do stupid things. Uh and at one point me and a few friends did go out to this cemetery in San Antonio that's located right between a Specs and a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Uh, late at night, and um, one of them took a bunch of incense sti- scent sticks and a lighter, and two of us got really into it trying to get answers, and the other two got bored and started just lighting the incense sticks and waving the smoke around, and then we had to make a run for it because we saw a guard coming, <laughs> and that was what happened. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> the guard stopped you guys from unlocking yeah. the gates of hell. <laughs> yeah but as an adult it's very disrespectful to do that so yeah i'm too chicken to do that i'll watch a horror movie all day but doing anything physical like visiting a cemetery at night playing with a ouija board i'm way too chicken for that way too scared <laughs> i'm good i've <laughs> seen too many horror movies to do that um what can we expect from you and Corey in uh, future episodes with the pod well, um, we've gotten into the swing of doing opening and closing comedic skits for every episode now. Uh, we do games related to the movies. Uh, I think in the near future, we're probably going to be doing a few more weird themes. Like our next episode, we're doing an incel horror movie episode where we talk about like a movie that features a woman as an evil blood-sucking sex monster and then a guy as a loser. So... You already have one lined up for that, or are you going to go out yes, of the way to do. find it? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> What's the name of the movie? So I could check it out and tune into the pod. Well, my movie about the evil woman is Life Force. Life Force? And, yes. And his movie is The Original Maniac. Okay. Yeah. Definitely be looking forward to uh, checking out those episodes for sure. <laughs> um, I guess we'll wrap it up there. I got to know you a lot today. Hopefully the listeners will definitely check out your pod. Before we got here, can you please let them know how to find Holoholics Anonymous? Yes, of course I can. Again, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, or just Googling us. Uh, Just look for Hallow-Holics-Anonymous, and you'll find us. You can also tweet at us at Nowhere23. Sweet. Thank you once again, Maddie, for uh, joining the pod. Thanks for having me, James. All right, guys. That was Maddie Larson. And uh, make sure you guys check out her pod. Also, if you guys uh, would do us a favor, you can follow her on Twitter as well. And uh, check out the pod and don't forget to subscribe and uh, give us five star ratings all day, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With that being said, it was fun getting to know Maddie Larson and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Until next time. Peace.